right. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Metal Podcast. I'm your host, John Harris. Now on my left-hand side is my right-hand man, Gabriel. <gasps> and today on Rock Metal Podcast, we have Overt Enemy, and they've taken two EPs and combined them into a full release called Inception Possession, which is uh, released actually as a record day of recording today, correct? Today, yep. Yep, wow. Friday the 13th. Good wow, Congra- congratulations. As if 2020 needed anything else, we have Friday the 13th. Um <laughs> <laughs> I think Perfect. we've had two Friday the 13th this year so far. Yeah, I think it was March was the last one, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. All right, so we've got this release via Confused Records. Right now I'm being joined by Robert, who's going to share some more information about what the band has got going on about this release. So, Robert, welcome to this show. Awesome. Appreciate the opportunity to talk with you today. Yeah, absolutely great to have you on. Now, I guess my first question is, and maybe you probably get this one a lot, Instead of just releasing another EP or maybe a couple of singles or even a, a whole new album, what was the decision to go through the process of uh, remastering these two EPs? Well, we're still writing and recording new material. And um, due to the situation with COVID and everything like that and you know lockdowns here locally and not being able to get together as often as we'd like, we decided to do something that we had been putting off doing for a little while, which was uh, putting out a vinyl. And we, we thought to ourselves, you know what? Everybody's been asking, like literally every time we talk to somebody about uh, either one of our EPs, they say, well, when can I get it on vinyl? When can I get it on vinyl? And we just kind of did the math and thought, you know what? If we're going to put out uh, a, a record, we might as well put everything that we've got on that record and also uh, do some digital bonus tracks, demos, and, and, and things of that nature as well, uh, kind of as a bonus. Thank you for the fans and, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So we're pretty excited about it. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a really good point because uh, sometimes I get bands asking me, as if I know, you know, should we do vinyl? So, well, it's your fan base. They're the ones who are going to be buying it. And it sounds like the decision was kind of made for you guys. Every The, the fans were saying we want vinyl and then you did the math um yeah so. that, that and uh you know we sold out all of the original pressings of the original cds from both eps so they're gone and we needed a re-up and uh you know if we're you're gonna spend money to make something we thought well you know what let's um let's make the vinyl let's let's make some more cds uh let's combine them both that way people get you know something new that they didn't have before and um uh give josh uh, our, our producer another crack at remastering it which i actually i think i don't know what he did but it sounds better to me <laughs> it sounded good the first time i think it sounds better now and quite frankly um this album is is still new i mean we, we put out all the music last year uh, both EPs were released uh, within about six or eight months of each other. And for the majority of the world, like a lot of your listeners, this is a brand new record. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's not something that was released five or ten years ago or anything. So uh, it just the way that the the workflow happened, we recorded a couple, three songs, and then we recorded, you know, four more. And, uh, you know, we decided to put it all together in one economical package for everybody plus that's the bonuses r- that's right that's right um 
Something you mentioned was the bonuses. So let's get into the, the bonuses there. Yeah. Um, what are the bonuses? And I guess there's only so much room on a vinyl record. So how did you, is, is it on the vinyl or is it just on CD, the bonuses? So the, uh, the vinyl has uh, all the songs from both EPs uh, on side A and side B. And then, so it's a full length record. And then um, there's two variations. It's a limited edition release. So there's like 250 uh, color swirl variants. So each one is completely unique. And then there's uh, like 200 black ones as well. We're still waiting on actually the physical records to actually come in. We ordered them months ago and COVID's got every, everything delayed and all of that. So we're waiting on the records to come in. You can pre-order them uh, and then we'll ship them, you know, when they come in. But every record has a digital copy and uh, that digital copy code includes uh, a uh, digital copy of all the songs on the record plus instrumental versions of every single song and a demo pretty i think we've got pretty much a demo version of every single song on there as well and it, the demos are kind of raw but it, they're the versions that we kept uh, as we were writing and we thought you know what that's like the working demo that's what it's going to sound like more or less and you know, we'll, we'll make it sound way better in the studio, you know, and all that good stuff. So, you know, little mistakes here, there and that kind of thing. But uh, as a fan myself, uh, like Megadeth, they released their entire back catalog remastered. Right. And so I really uh, trip out on hearing the demos of the songs that I've heard 15,000 times. And I know backwards by heart and all of that stuff. So, uh, you know, hearing the the demo for, you know, Peace Cells or Tab de la Monde or whatever, uh, and hearing, oh, they changed that. Oh, man, I wish they kept that riff in, you know, that kind of thing. And so uh, we decided to do that. And we actually had one song that we hadn't finished yet um, for possession when we recorded it and decided, you know what, let's just throw the demo on there. We've kind of moved on from that tune, but we, uh, there's a riff in there that I like a lot. And so I told the guys, <laughs> let's just put it out, too. Why not? And sure enough, people, some people were like, wow, that's pretty cool. I, uh, you know, y'all should have uh, fleshed that out. So anyway, the CD has all, the whole album plus all the instrumentals. Uh, we filled that CD to the brim. So if you have a car and you have a CD player, uh, you can keep it in there for a good while. And you won't get bored. We uh, varied the track order as well. So uh, the, it, um, I, I think when you hear the instrumentals, you'll be like, yeah, you know what? I can hear those songs in a different way. And uh, it's pretty awesome. Mm -hmm. Are the instrumentals just uh, without vocals, or is yeah, there something... it's just no vocals. Yeah, it's, it, we just took the vocals off, uh, but we have a lot of lyrics and stuff, and so it kind of opens the song up a little bit more. And uh, you know, you deep listeners out there will hear uh, a few things maybe that you haven't heard uh, when you listen to to uh, a normal song because the vocals are very present. Yeah, yeah. Always, always thinking about those vocals and the lyrics, and then now that that isn't there, you can hear some more things that are going on. Um, cool. So I guess take us through. You wanted to chat about a couple of tracks here, one from each side. So in the end, we died from possession and political cancer from inception. Correct? Yeah, yeah. So uh, what do you want to know? Well, I guess my first question is, out of both uh, EPs, why these two tracks? because uh well in the end we died um is is kind of a special song it was one of the the older songs uh it actually used to be called dissection uh and it was one of the songs we wrote right after inception but it was 
like one of the last ones we finished when we were recording possession in the studio so the lyrics and everything didn't get finalized until like the actual session where we sat down to to finish the song and um our producer josh lopez who plays um he plays bass in a band called immortal guardian and he's a prolific musician he uh uh, asked to do a guest solo on it on the record and so the last solo on that song is is josh shredding it up and uh, uh, it's just a really cool song and and we wanted to make sure that you know sometimes when you put out music uh, some songs kind of get overlooked a little bit uh, because they're the last song on on a record or uh you know maybe it's a longer song you know that kind of thing and so uh it wasn't kind of featured as a single when we initially released it or anything and we wanted to make sure that uh it got it to do and and uh, we've got a lyric video that should be coming out any day now uh on a website not sure which who's going to premiere it yet but our pr guy's working on all that and um you know it's a really cool song it's about uh uh the zombie apocalypse from the perspective of the zombie in retrospect. So uh, imagine if you were uh, standing around with another zombie 10 years after, you know, everything hit the fan and, you know, one zombie asked the other one, well, hey, what happened to you? What's your story? And that's what the lyrics for the song are about. So kind of weird, you know, we we try to uh, make things a little interesting from a lyrical perspective. Well, and the thing is, you know, you mentioned a very unique perspective that, uh, at least to my knowledge, I haven't heard very often. Not only is it uh, post-apocalyptic, you know, say 10 years out, but from the perspective of the zombies. Yeah, it's like your story, you know, it's it's like what happened to you. That's why the uh, uh, I don't want to scare your son, <laughs> but it's got the her uh, uh, uh her eyes euphoric, eating the flesh of her young, full throttle nightmare unfolds and gorged on brains of blood. That's the guy he's talking like, hey, my wife turned into a zombie and started, you know, eating our kids, right? So <laughs> that's basically like what that whole thing is is about. Man, it's it's crazy. Wow. Wow. Okay, now um something you mentioned was that Josh did some some remastering and and uh, was the producer on this stuff. Um was it a, a decision from the very beginning that you guys started really? Because you guys have been releasing stuff looks like since 20, what, 2019, 2018? Uh, yeah, 20, what was 2019? Last year? I think we put out one and then, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what, what's your question? Oh, yeah. So basically, my question is. Uh, I don't know, maybe, is it kind of unique for, uh, for a thrash metal band to want to work with a producer so early on in their career? No. So, um, I have a home studio uh, and record, and I, I actually recorded the version of Mercenary that's uh, a bonus track uh, from the movie The Blood Tapes, uh, which was an independent film that was made here, and um, and we released that, I think, in 2016 or 2017, something like that. But we liked that song a lot, and we thought, you know what, let's re-record that when we recorded Inception. Uh, and we went to Josh at Widowmaker Studios because the, the guys, we nicknamed him The, the Wizard, uh, He's going to be, I think, one of the biggest producers in metal one day. Uh, And he's just mega, mega talented. And so even if you have your own gear and your own um, uh, knowledge of how to use the software and what to do, uh, ultimately there's somebody out there that's maybe got better ears or they've got more flight time, you know, behind the controls. And 
he does day in and day out at Widowmaker Studios is crank out exceptionally professional records, uh, regardless of of genre. And so, you know, we decided, you know what, let's do all, we do all of our own pre-production demos. We record every practice, you know, all of that kind of stuff. But, you know, we thought, you know what, let's go get in the studio and let's uh, work with somebody that can make sure that we're getting the best out of ourselves. Uh, that way we're very confident with uh, what we're putting out. And so the the point of the remaster was, well, we had to remaster the whole thing for vinyl anyway. And so Josh kind of gave the whole project a once over to make sure that, you know, the entire album has continuity sonically and uh, it, you know, sounds like an album, which it does. Mm-hmm. A big question for you. How do you feel it translated to vinyl? Uh, we got the test pressings in last Monday. Uh, I got four test pressings in the mail and honestly, I got goosebumps. It was one of those, uh, life goals for us to put out a record. And, um, we, you know, we self-finance a a lot of, uh, stuff. The label where, uh, we work with Confused Records, it's like a DIY co-op label. So bands pitching in together for promotion and, and things like that. Um, so, you know, we'd always wanted to put out a vinyl uh for as long as we've all been playing music and everything and uh it, it sounds awesome uh people are gonna i mean i i just listened to it i ab'd the record with uh i think the new the new havoc and the new heathen and uh i think the new testament album that came out mm-hmm. and it's right there you know uh i, I think i think we can hang so I think yeah. people will be very happy with the sonic quality. Yeah, and I mean, the funny you mentioned Testament because when I hear your guys' record, the way you guys were able to get the bass to sound is very reminiscent of um, that. I was like, I don't know, pounding steel. Like, I don't know how they got the. I had Testament on the show, and I was like, how do you get the bass sound? He's like, we're not telling you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have. I I I have no I I have no idea either. That's all. That's all Slayerella and. And uh, Josh and Leo tweaking tone knobs and stuff. And uh, I know that uh, I think we used a, uh, a dark glass preamp or something like that on the bass. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the guitarist. I don't know. I don't pay attention too much, but uh, I'm pretty. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, that you can really hear. That's the thing that um, kind of gave me a little bit of pause. Uh, actually, Josh came by the other day and I, I put on the record and showed him and uh you know, we all listen to music on tiny speakers now, right? We're listening on headphones, like these earbuds, or maybe like a Bluetooth speaker or something like that connected to our phones, um, or in the car. That's where I, I traditionally listen to music. And so I recently got into collecting vinyl and bought some nice, uh, nice pair of speakers, spent like four or 500 bucks and bought some good speakers. And uh, I forgot what it sounds like to hear music in real stereo on good speakers and all of that stuff and that not trying to not sounding like an audiophile or a you know snob or a tone snob or anything like that i forgot like what it sounded like when you know a guitar comes from this way and you know another guitar comes from this way and the timing is different and you know all of the dynamic things that we do in the studio uh, and it it's the way I think that we're supposed to listen to music, you know? Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's, it's really cool, man. I'm very, very excited. Uh, The test pressings came out perfect and I can't wait for those records to come in. I'm super stoked about it. Yeah. Very cool stuff. I've got 
um, some some links that we'll post on on today's show notes where I'm guessing you guys have all the necessary links um, like from Bandcamp and Facebook and all that to uh, order yeah. records. Yeah, yeah, totally. So you can you can get the record on Bandcamp. Uh, you can just do a search for Overt Enemy, or if you go to our, la- our label URL, confuserecords.com, that'll take you right to Bandcamp, uh, to the Bandcamp store. And you can order through there. You can order the, the record on overtenemystore.com. Uh, that's our t-shirt store, and, and we're selling the, the vinyl and the CDs through there. And uh, this release is physical only. So the, the original EP, it's all online um, on Spotify and Facebook, or, uh, all the streaming platforms and all of that. So, you know, this is really something we put together, you know, for the fans and uh, for the new fans and everything. And uh, if you like physical, you know, we, we've definitely got you covered, but you can get digital on Bandcamp as well. Okay. Very cool. Now, something we mentioned earlier uh, in the interview was uh, local lockdowns, really unable to get together to, to rehearse and, and do proper studio time and everything. So my next question, Robert is, how has this year, I guess, gone for you guys? Has it been like a major disruption? You had to really change the way things were going, or is it kind of more or less gone to plan? Has it given you guys more time to write more material than you would have otherwise if you've been playing the circuit? That's a good question. So uh, I think it's a bit of both. Uh, you know, we had this year was supposed to be. Uh, a road year. Uh, we had a lot of gigs scheduled. Uh, we're, we, we're in Texas. And so Texas is like a whole country unto itself. And uh, we live way down at the bottom of Texas. So our focus for the year was really uh, trying to play like all the major markets in Texas twice before we hit the studio and start re-recording toward the end of the year and, and all of that stuff. Uh, and so, of course, you know, with COVID and everything, uh, we've all kind of been at home down here. We had stringent lockdowns for a period of months and uh, very high, you know, infection rates and, and things like that. And so um, we've all been ha- just pretty much hanging out with family, uh, you know, doing the family thing and um, writing music here, or there. We'll, we've got a Facebook group internally that we send videos uh, to each other and that kind of thing to help with the writing process. And uh, I think we've got probably, about two and a half hours worth of like song ideas, like different things were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, Hey, check this out. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and of that, uh, we're flat, we fleshed out, uh, maybe two or three, you know, embryonic songs that are, you know, in the, in the 80 to 90 percentile of what they'll, they'll end up being with the, the overall goal is to put out a, uh, the next release we, we do is to put out like a full length. So, um, we're, we're toying with the idea of maybe going and recording a single or something like that, but I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, we're putting out the, the, the vinyl and the CD for right now. And, you know, uh, we'll probably put out a, a single sometime in the next, uh, six months or so. Okay. Very cool stuff. You something that, uh, with so much fan involvement, have you guys considered doing any kind of crowdfunding? Well, that's kind of what we did with the uh, with this release is uh, we did a uh, like a ultra early pre-order where uh, we gave people an opportunity to get their, uh, you know, if they pre-ordered, they got like a special package with a, uh, a special shirt and some extra bonus items. And they uh, they got to put their name in the liner notes. I, I, I got that idea from Crowbar. <laughs> uh, shout out to Crowbar. Uh, they uh, when they released, I think, Symmetry in Black. Uh, they put out something like that to their fans and said, hey, uh, anybody that, you know, here's the tears and 
Uh, if you, you know, can kick in 50 bucks or whatever it was, you'll get a copy of the album. Plus your name will be in the liner notes. And so my name is in the liner notes in a thank you section. And I thought that was really cool. And it's a keepsake and it's unique. And, and uh, so we decided to do that. And we had a bunch of people uh, take us up on it. And that enabled us to, uh, you know, get get the, the record made. And uh, uh, we're, again, very grateful and very enthused about it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. And then in the end, we died. Yeah. And then you wanted to know, I think, about political cancer, too. Like, why that song, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I know you guys have a music video for that one. So is that kind of like the single from that EP? Yeah, that was the single from that uh, from that EP. And, uh, you know, we really like that song a lot. And since it's, you know, kind of an election year and everything, we decided, you know what? Yeah, let's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of political cancer is going on in the in the States right now? I don't understand. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, 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 the lyrics are pretty, uh, pretty spot on with uh, the entirety of the uh, the political situation. And it really kind of doesn't matter what country you're in in the world i think we, we all have the same opinion that you know politicians are corrupt and they'll say just about anything to get elected you know and uh that's pretty much what that song's about does it i don't know surprise you at all how much it strikes this year or do you kind of not surprise because no because we wrote that song before the last election so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it's one of those songs that's gonna stand the test of time i keep thinking like we should have made it like a video with um, uh, our singer Leo, like at a at a podium, you know, in like a suit, you know, doing the whole political rally thing and singing the lyrics and stuff. But we never got around <laughs> to to do it. It would have been really cool. But anyway, yeah. It, unless unless all the politicians get their act together and you know uh, stop uh, taking money from special interest groups and actually do what they say they're going to do, I don't think that song's ever going to get old or dated. <laughs> very 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 valid point all right now i believe we've chatted about everything that we wanted to chat about um a couple of the tracks the eps the release the bonuses uh the remastering the the vinyl side of things what you guys have been up to this year um why the couple of tracks we wanted to chat about today is there anything that i missed that you wanted to chat about robert um, no, I just like to uh, give a shout out to you know our our family, our our wives and kids, and uh, my wife Deanna and my son Logan and Travis, and uh, you know everybody that um, uh, gives us you know a bit of their time and a bit of their lives. You know it's it's something that is uh, cherished and important and special to us. And uh, you know there's a million bands out there in the world, and everybody's vying to get a little a little piece of. Uh, somebody's attention. So every we're, it's very humbling that people dig what we're doing and buy our stuff. And, uh, you know, we, we promise we're going to continue to put out, you know, music that we think is good and uh, we hope everybody enjoys it. And uh, we're always going to be a fan's first band. And, uh, you know, we'll keep everybody in the loop on, on future developments. And uh, we appreciate you guys, too, taking the time to uh, uh, have us on today. Beautiful. Absolutely. Well, then the only thing I have left to say, Robert, is to thank you, you, for coming on to the Rock and Roll Podcast today. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right. Going to stop recording, please, sweetie.